Two giant goofballs is shot live in front of a streaming audience. Welcome to Two Giant Goofballs, a New York Giants podcast. Are you a goofball that loves Giants football? If so, sit back and relax. Except you, that person driving. Sit up and keep your eyes on the road. Your ears, though, can still listen as we talk about the team that both excites and frustrates us so much. And now, now, here are your goofball hosts, Drew and Rob. Welcome, fellow goofballs, to Giant Goofballs, to your giant podcast. I am Drew, not currently joined by Rob. He may be popular here later on today. I uh, wanted to go ahead and give you guys a weekly recap episode. Even the Eagles ones there, too. So we still got to face them tomorrow on what uh, hopefully is a very Merry Christmas for Let's get right into all the action here. So, first on the injury report itself here, let's go over everything there. Obviously, we gave you the uh, initial preview episode here for the Eagles. At that point, there wasn't really much injury information out yet, so it didn't give you too much there. Um, so, first off, Lawrence Cager, obviously, is the groin injury there. He's going to practice Thursday, Friday, he's going to practice on Saturday. So questionable, it's kind of 50-50 on him at that point. I mean, listen, it's getting better when you're going from not practicing at all to at least limited. It's not a great side if you still weren't full participant at that point. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, same scenario with Dexter Lawrence. Uh, obviously, the stud uh, defensive tackle there. He's got the uh, uh, questionable status as well. So hamstring issue, did not practice Thursday, Friday, limited practice on Saturday. Uh, yeah, listen, as much if he's not fully healthy, that's one guy that we need him next year. We hopefully go on a little better of a winning streak kind of style season here. So, listen, if he's, if he's not fully ready, I, I hope they set him out there, but he's listed as a questionable there. Uh, Xavier McKinney had an illness. Uh, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, the winter flu there kind of thing going around there, everybody. Um, so, did not practice on Thursday, limited Friday, and full participant on Saturday. You should be good to go there. Uh, Evan Neal, uh, ankle injury yet again. Um, so, yeah, he's again out uh, with the uh, the ankle injury. There. We're going to go over some more news of him here shortly after the game. Raheem Nunez Roches, uh, he's got the uh, knee injury, did not practice all week. He's out as well. Matt Brady with the hamstring issue, limited participant Thursday, Friday, full participant Saturday. So I do expect him to be a go. There's full participant on Saturday. Uh, same scenario with uh, Connor Coughlin with the neck injury, limited participant Thursday, Friday, full participant on Friday. So should be good to go. Jamie Gillum, the left groin issue, uh, limited participant all week. But listen, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't hear any news or any kind of crazy, you know, uh, showdown with all these additional punters there. He was going to be. Uh, there, of course, he's not going to be participating this week. UBC and Punter is coming in. So I fully expect him to go. Uh, A. Sean Robinson with the back injury, a participant all week long, so he's questionable get 50 50. Gary Braywell, almost like the guy you almost forget on the team there, he hasn't played in forever. Uh, he was a full participant all three days, listed as questionable with the hamstring issue. But listen, this guy is fighting for a potential roster spot with us with another team next year. So I fully expect him to be a go uh, because he's literally fighting for his NFL life at this point there. But again, if you can't go, you can't go. So um, 
a lot to do. So um, next up there, we got um, Matt Pert, who's the full participant all week long, coming off the IR stint there with the shoulder injury. He is uh, officially called good to go. So uh, not listed on the injury report, but he's said afterwards that he is reactivated and good to go there. Uh, Justin Pugh with a calf and a neck issue, full participant all week long. He's listed as good to go there. Uh, Darren Waller with the hamstring issue, again, full participant all week long. I think you're going to see him on the injury report the rest of this year, but I think we will see him good to go. So, um, only ones you got out for sure, Evan Neal and Nacho. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say 50 on Kager and Dexter Lawrence there. So, we'll see from there. On the Eagles report, it's good to see for once that we're going to play somebody who actually has injuries themselves, too, because usually it's all, it's all the Giants, all Giants injuries. That's it. So, uh, Zach Cunningham has a knee. He's been out all week long. He's out. Landon Dickerson, the, uh, the guard they have there, the thumb injury, had surgery this week. Did not participate all week. He's out as expected. Uh, Darius Clay, recovering from that minor knee surgery he had, uh, did not practice all week. He's also out. Avante Maddox, pectoral issue. Uh, been out for a little while there. He's a full participant all week in practice, but they're not going to give him a go yet. They're going to give him one more week before they start him. Uh, make sure he's good to go for the their postseason run, but he is going to be out for this game here. So uh, that is four legit players all out for that. Um, Nicholas Morrow got an abdomen issue, did not practice all week. He was questionable, uh, which to me is a little crazy because he's questionable, but didn't practice all week long. So, you know, I, I think it's a matter of, listen, they're hurting. I'm back. We went over that with the last episode. We talked about all the injuries they've had, uh, you know. So maybe that part with there's a guy who doesn't get a lot of playing time necessarily, but he gets healthy. He has to get healthy because he wants to get on the field and show. So uh, Devontae Smith, his knee injury, uh, did not participate Thursday, Friday. Limited participant on Saturday. He's not listed game status wise. He's good to go, but from everything I hear, he will be good to go. Uh, Cam Jurgens, the guard, the pectoral issue. Uh, full participant all week long and full list of information on the injury report there. I fully expect him to be good to go there. So, uh, on to the uh, roster changes. Jeez, guys, it's a crazy week. I think kicker position specifically. You know, you don't really expect the kicker position to be that position where all these changes keep happening. You know, obviously, we had Graham Gatto, who's been the kicker for us for a few years now. Uh, he gets injured. Uh, Jamie Gillen had to even. Uh, you know, kick one last week when Randy Bullock got hurt. Well, we obviously have to replace Graham Gano, so that's a third kicker. Well, Randy Bullock got on the IR. They called up Cade York to be our fourth kicker this year. He gets hurt his first day of practice, being called up from the practice squad. So, yeah, there goes his his uh, injury uh, second season there. So the Giants went ahead and signed Mason Crosby to the practice squad, who, you know, Long time, long time Packer. Uh, it feels like the guy's like seven years old. He's thirty nine, really. So he's actually younger than me, but he he feels like, like, like you know it is fifty six years around forever there. Um, but yeah, good veteran kicker to have at least the last couple of weeks there as we uh, try to end out the season on a positive note there. Um, Evan Neal, as I mentioned, there's some additional news on him there. So Evan Neal has been put on the IR. So his season is officially done. He's off the flip of burger, guys. He's, he's up. Uh, you know, another bad note to a, 
a bad year for him at that point. Listen, I think that I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with that right tackle position that offseason talked about on the show before. Can't go in with Evan Neal as your only option. You, you just can't. You know, if they want to give him into the third season, listen, I'd rather see him at guard. You're right, Frank, at this point. But at the very least, if you're going to keep him at tackle, which is what they're at least publicly saying, Got to go ahead and get a good, a good backup police for him. Someone to actually push him a little bit there, because you know the guys we've had in the last couple of years, no one's pushed him. You got to push him at this point. So just get better. If there's this guy breathing down your neck behind you, he can take your spot. That's the kind of guy we need. And those, those guys don't grow in trees. Do not. But if we can get someone who you know, gets swing tackle kind of guy, a guy who can at least go in when needed, not embarrass himself, it's definitely got to be something that we need for the Giants this offseason. Um, but yeah, anyway, Matt Pert is elevated now because of the fact that Evan Neal is injured. Obviously, Matt Pert, free agent at the end of the year, uh, you know, been around picking a couple of years ago. He hasn't shown much at all. Uh, he's kind of the boat where he's fighting for their career at this point here to get a, a spot to play a little f- further on there. He's still a young guy there, but the way he's played so far this, this career, I don't really see much of anybody taking a shot at this guy later on down the line, especially the Giants. Who knows? Maybe Stephen looks at this kid and goes, you know what? He's got the physical tools, didn't go to a big school, uh, went to a, kind of a shit show at at that point. You know, he definitely has trouble coaching offensive linemen. Maybe someone sees something they, they, they can fix it that way. But, you know, this, this is a guy that, to me, I, I was kind of shocked even to see him on the roster this year. That's how bad he is. So uh, we'll see what happens with him long term. Uh, as far as our call up this week here from the practice squad, Mason. Rosby, of course, kicker. We need a kicker. He's called up. Uh, Timon Fox also called up as well. You know, all those crappy kind of guys here. It's weird. You know, Timon Fox, let's, let's be honest, he's not exactly the most talented player in the world. But for some reason, when a big play happens, he seems to be in that vicinity. He's that kind of guy. So, interesting to keep an eye on what happens with him. Uh, on non-injury front there, we also going to talk, of course, about Tommy DeVito. Got a couple trademarks Trademark here. So Tommy DeVito's trademark, Tommy Cutlet, passing Paisano, uh, which is uh, you know interesting because he's doing that specifically for the opportunity for merchandising, for marketing, for things of that nature. There, uh, you know, and I, it's, it's funny because a lot of people go off on the fact that he's doing this again. This is a young guy with 15 minutes of fame. If anybody thinks he's going to be a, a celebrity long term. Probably not the scenario. I can't blame him. Make money. You don't get many chances in life to make, you know, generational wealth kind of things at that point. This is the guy who really can go in there right now. Make, let's see, he makes a million or two at that point there. Invest that wisely and sets him and his family up for generations. That's, you take those chances when you get those chances in life. Keep in mind, this is not a kid who signs some like multi-million dollar contract out of school. He's not somebody who probably is ever going to start again. This, you know, besides right now, he's in the biggest media market in the entire league. Go for it. Make your money. Make your money. And I'm saying right now, even to the people that are complaining about this, I highly doubt any of us would not do the same exact damn thing in his position. I highly, highly doubt. I'm sure he's focused on football, which is the big thing with your own focus on the game, focus on the team. He's focused on his people on making him money and setting him up as they should be. So nothing wrong with that. Make him money, kid. All right. 
on to a couple of games to review here for you guys. It's kind of a weird, like I said, a weird time right now because we're obviously playing tomorrow night, Christmas, as we're doing our recap here before we go into the actual Giants game this week. So, um, you know, switching it up and doing the, the recap on Sunday and the uh, post game on Monday instead of the reverse that we usually do here. So, we're going to give you a game done as of right now. Um, and then, of course, obviously, it could be the update on the other games there tomorrow. We do our post game with World. We do those. So, uh, games that have happened, we'll go quick here as far as kind of stuff here. Because I know you guys all got family stuff to do here. So, yes, uh, you know, walking in here, watching on uh, you know, Christmas Eve. So, Thursday game, obviously, was the Saints at the Rams. Uh, Rams won 30 22 there. So, keep in mind that we did. the Rams just spanked us here last week. Oh, what it is, we got spanked. And uh, the Rams beat the Saints that spanked us. We played them next week, guys. So, something to keep an eye on because, you know, I know some people still have this playoff hope at that point. Listen, guys, we have the Eagles. We have a team that just beat the team that spanked us and the Eagles again. We win one of these games, I'll be happy. That, that's, that's an accomplishment to win one of these games. And that Ram game is probably the most likely to win. Unless the Eagles really have fallen that bad. We went over that, obviously, in the last episode. The issues with the the Eagles there. So, if you hate the Eagles like most Giant fans, check out the uh, the last episode that Rob and I did there talking about that. Um, on to games here from yesterday: Bengals at the Steelers. Steelers win thirty four to eleven. So crazy at that point. I know Rob and I both expected the Bengals to be kind of killer at this, but in the end, we forgot the one thing that you can't forget: him. Mike Tomlin is coach of the Philadelphia Pittsburgh Steelers. As long as Mike Tomlin is the head coach, they're not a bad team. They're a bad talent. They don't have a lot of talent. But when you get the best coach in all of football, things just tend to go right for you there. Um, second game was the Bills at the Chargers. And that's much closer game than I expected. It was a 12-point spread when Rob and I did the pick show there. I thought it was pretty good reason after they got absolutely spanked by the Raiders there. Uh, Bills win 24-22. to uh, so they still win, still the outcome we expected, but much closer game that I think most of us thought was going to happen there. Uh, on to today's game, the Falcons um, oh, stayed at home there, had the Colts visit them, and took control of their own destiny to certain three guys because Falcons are still in the abysmal NFC South here trying to, someone's got to win this division here. They win 29 to 10, keeping their hopes alive there. Uh, and then, of course, the Packers go in to face the worst team at NFC South, the, the Panthers there. And I got to say, I, I, I'm not one for moral victories here, guys, but much closer game, I think, a lot of us expect are there. And I think it's a lot more about what's going on with the Packers than what's going on with the Panthers, necessarily. But Packers win 33-30. to uh, Browns go into the uh, go to Houston to play the Texans. And, who would have thought this would be the highest scoring game, you know, of, of the weekend here? Stroud out. Uh, Browns have one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. And Browns still pulled it off, but a higher score than a lot of people expected. 36 to 22, the Browns in there. And then, of course, the Lions. The Lions go into Minnesota, beat the Vikings, which pretty much was as expected, 30 to 24 there. And they've now secured their first division title. And a lot of say, oh, they've won the division before. That that's ridiculous. That's that's an insane thing to say at that point. They've won, they've won the division at least once. I know the Lions are bad, but at least once they've won enough. 
This is the NFC North we're talking about there. Since they redid the division there you know, a couple of decades ago, this is the first time the Lions have won the division. So, uh, you know, congrats to the Lions. You know, congrats to the Lions fans. I said, you mean a Lion fan? That's a legit fan. It's like a Jet fan. Like, if you can go through that kind of horror and that kind of, you know, bad times for that long, you're a legit fan. You know, same as you all listen right now, about the Giants. <laughs> Last ten years has been kind of brutal here, so you know, kudos to all the real fans out there. Uh, speaking of the Jets, the Commanders went into the seat of the seat this weekend. Uh, another game that ended up being pretty close. Their Jets win thirty there, uh, which interesting. It's kind of like I didn't know who to even root for in this game because both these guys are kind of battling it out for that draft position. The Jets, Jets win, and overall, uh, then we got the Seahawks in Nashville. Not to play a country song, but to play a little football. Um, Seahawks win 20 to 17. A pretty close battle there. Isaac was there. I was a little shocked by who won there. And Rob, remember right from our picture, sort of Seahawks there. So good for the Seahawks to get a win. They've been, they've been losing pretty bad. Not so good for us, though. Keep it up. We the second round pick. I wanted the Seahawks to lose at this game. That's part of why I root against them because when they lose, we win. That's the way it works. I hate to be that. A negative guy there, but same as you know, we were rooting for the, you know, the Bears to lose a couple years ago. We had their first round pick, which is life in the NFL. All right, and then we have one of the bigger beatdowns of the week here the Jaguar at the Buccaneers. The Bucks win 30 to 12, guys. This was an absolute blowout from the get go, basically. I think it was like 27 nothing before the Jags even finally scored something, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really bad show for the Jags overall. Something's wrong there in Jacksonville. You know, pretty sure, obviously, Trevor Lawrence's injuries aren't exactly helping the team overall. You probably should have sat him down, let him get better, but not the route they went there. Um, and then, of course, he had a concussion get cleared from this week. So he come back from the concussion with a high ankle sprain. Well, that's way just start thinking back. That makes sense. All righty. Then we had the battle of, I guess, somebody had to win. Be honest with you, it two bad teams here. You got the Cardinals at the Bears. Oof. Uh, Bears win 27 to 16 there. That's, that's kind of the outcome I was hoping for. Let's be honest. Us leapfrogging the Cardinals for extremely high drastic. Uh, so I'll let, let them continue to lose and let the Bears keep on winning. We have one team left in front of us there. You know, that's where we're at now. Cowboys at the office. We're talking about it. Cowboys just are not the same team when they're on the road and they are at home. They're beatdowns. They're definitive wins. Except one of MetLife, of course, um, has been in Dallas or Arlington. So, yeah, the uh, Cowboys uh, lost again. So, road. So, Dolphins win 22 to 20. And, you know, I think if you flip that, you put them in Arlington, probably the reverse. Both these two teams play much better at home there. So, um, now tonight's game, we have still the Patriots at the Broncos. Uh, that's going on right, right now. And as we speak right now, it's 0 0 in the first quarter, still in that game. Keep in mind, tomorrow's games, we still have the Raiders at the Chiefs, obviously, G Men here, uh, at the Eagles, and the big one this week here, guys. Oof, possible Super Bowl preview matchup here the Ravens at the 49ers. So, um, you know, 
hope you guys have a you know a very merry Christmas. Uh, celebrate for those who don't. Please enjoy your day off. <laughs> the worst things to have than that, right? Uh, and, you know, we'll be back on uh, Rob and I both hopefully tomorrow. Uh, as soon as you know the game is over, and he and I are both free. So, as we said earlier this week, our schedule is going to be a little different because of this holiday. So we're not going to be going live with the second game as well as we usually do. Um, so if you haven't already, hit that like, hit that subscribe, follow, you know, what platform you're on. So you can find out when we go live there. Because uh, like I said, I want to make sure you guys know it. But like I said, unfortunately, with the holiday, it's hard to stay exactly family first. We got to take care of that first there. And we're going to come on to you guys there at some point to give you guys the update there. Um, so again, Hit that like, hit that subscribe, so we can see your faces there tomorrow. Uh, at least you can get that there. Um, so, again, guys, we will see you afterwards tomorrow at some point there on Christmas Day. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. And as always, we are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and again, Instagram. We are finally live on Instagram. And of course, Rob's favorite, my LinkedIn profile. Oh, yes, LinkedIn. And of course, we're the next day. We're always available on audio podcast platform as well. So if you want to listen to us while you're opening presents tomorrow, you can feel free to. If you have on this episode, great background music. I'm just ripping through all the you know the stock stuffers and all. Uh, and of course, you said pay the subscribe to those as well. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon, all all the big ones there. So appreciate you guys listening in. Again, very Merry Christmas to those who do celebrate and those who don't at least enjoy the day off. And always giant fan. Oh, hold on, hold on. I was, I was about to go and then look look who look, look who showed up here. We got we got a sighting here. Got a sighting. There he is. Someone's backstage. Who could that be? Is that Santa Claus backstage? He's got a beard. He's got a beard. I don't know. Is that Santa? Is that Santa Claus? Ho 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 ho. It's a Rob, not the Santa Claus. <laughs> I was asleep on the couch. Just like I, I said, well, Claus. that's what happened. I wasn't going to call you out, but I had a feeling that's what happened. That's 100% what happened. <laughs> well, you got in right at the end, you know. We're just about to sign off. Yes. With, so, perfect timing to show up when all the work's been done. <laughs> Drew, you did a good job. I'm sure I did. My supervision. You were sleeping and you have no clue. Uh, uh, my supervision you have no jobs have been done one. to the T. Uh, as Deb chimes in, Merry Christmas, goofballs. Deb, Merry Christmas. Merry Appreciate Christmas, you as Deb. always. So, yeah, any thoughts on anything you want to go over, Rob? Why, since you decided to pop in last minute here? <laughs> we went over the injuries. We went over all of the scores and the games that have finalized so far. We went over Evan Neal going into the IR. Uh, let's see, all the fun at kicker, including Mason Crosby now being a giant. Uh, we went over uh, Tommy Cutlets, trademarking Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess it's just the season to be jolly, right? We got some really good games coming up tomorrow. Granted, I mean, we have the Giants coming up tomorrow. But we got the Ravens. That's playing. a good game. I thought you said good games. We never play yeah. well against the Eagles. We got the Ravens. Everyone get ready Irish for the Boston Scott show. Which, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. No, we got the yeah. You got Baltimore and uh, uh, San, San Francisco playing, which is probably going to be 
best game of the year till I said I said a Super Bowl Super preview Bowl. when we talked about it yeah. briefly there. I said Super Bowl preview. That's 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 where that's, we go. It's like Christmas come early only on eight o'clock. On Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Christmas come early on Christmas. <laughs> Pretty much. Christmas Super evening Christmas. at that. It's like Christmas come late on Christmas. <laughs> uh, Christmas come when I need to go to sleep on Christmas. Not by the on way. The couch. This beer, if anybody sees it here, highly spectacular. Cherry pie beer. Yeah, I never heard of this. I, I got it at a Total Wine down here in Florida. I think it's a flirty. No, it's, a, it's an Illinois beer. It's an Illinois beer. Very good, though. It's a sour. It's, it's, it is sour, but it tastes like a cherry pie. It's got that kind of taste yeah. to it. I like it. Well, the sour beers, the, the way it's, um, it's made with the yeast. I don't know. I just drink it. It's like a modern You got a sour beer. Just listen. I just, just taste the beer off the and top I like this. And I don't like that. Off the bottom. That's what I do. I just taste the beer and go. I like this. I don't like that. Fair enough. Like an IPA. What the hell is the big deal about an IPA? I get understand that. They're all right, but way overblown. It depends all on all the those man buns with those hippie beards. Oh um, yeah. Once once you go down that rabbit hole, it's like a drinking wine. It's a lemon shanty IPA. Oh, this Chianti comes from California. <laughs> it's a beer. Stop emasculating it, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all righty, guys. So, again, we will see you guys at some point tomorrow. We'll see where Rob and I will keep in contact and figure out we're done with our you know festivities tomorrow and uh, see you guys then. So, Rob? I will not be sleeping on the couch that long. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, guys. Again, we appreciate you guys listening in as always. Hope to see you guys again tomorrow. Again, hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit the follow, hit all the buttons there because this is not one of those occasions we can tell you, oh, yeah, we'll be on this time. We don't know. We don't know when. Remember, we're done with family stuff and the game's over. That's when we're coming on. So hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the follow. And like I said, we'll be on at that point there. And if you do that stuff, especially if you hit that bell on YouTube right now. That's when you know. That's when you know when we're going live. Because your phone will tell you. You know, I know that because my phone tells me we're going live as if I don't realize. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go hide. No clue. (laughs) So, all righty, guys. As always, uh, Giant fans there. Go, G-Men. Go, G-Men. 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 Christ. G-Men. G-Spot. Thanks for listening to Two Giant Goofballs, a New York Giants podcast. We appreciate your support. If you made it this long, you must have enjoyed it. So I am sure you have followed us on all the social media platforms. Of course, you have subscribed to the show on your favorite app as well and given us a top rating. Right? 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 Right?